Day 7 of Totus Tuus' Novena to Blessed John Paul II. Beloved John Paul II, in his homily at your beatification, your dear friend and fellow bishop, Pope Benedict XVI said, Blessed are those who have not seen and yet come to believe. In today's Gospel, Jesus proclaims this beatitude, the beatitude of faith. For us, it is particularly striking, because we are gathered to celebrate a beatification, but even more so, because today the one proclaimed blessed is a Pope, a successor of Peter, one who was called to confirm his brethren in the faith. John Paul II is blessed because of his faith, a strong, generous and apostolic faith. We think at once of another beatitude. Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. What did our Heavenly Father reveal to Simon? That Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Because of this faith, Simon becomes Peter, the rock on which Jesus can build his church. The eternal beatitude of John Paul II, which today the Church rejoices to proclaim, is wholly contained in these sayings of Jesus. Blessed are you, Simon, and blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. It is the beatitude of faith which John Paul II also received as a gift from God the Father for the building up of Christ's Church. Our thoughts turn to yet another beatitude, one which appears in the Gospel before all others. It is the beatitude of the Virgin Mary, the Mother of the Redeemer. Mary who had just conceived Jesus, was told by Saint Elizabeth, Blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. The beatitude of faith has its model in Mary, and all of us rejoice that the beatification of John Paul II takes place on this first day of the month of Mary, beneath the maternal gaze of the one who by her faith, sustained the faith of the Apostles and constantly sustains the faith of their successors, especially those called to occupy the chair of Peter. Mary does not appear in the accounts of Christ's resurrection, yet hers is, as it were, a continual hidden presence. She is the mother to whom Jesus entrusted each of his disciples and the entire community. In particular, we can see how St. John and St. Luke 
record the powerful maternal presence of Mary in the passages preceding those read in today's Gospel and First Reading. In the account of Jesus' death, Mary appears at the foot of the cross, and at the beginning of the Acts of the Apostles, she is seen in the midst of the disciples, gathered in prayer in the upper room. Blessed are you, beloved Pope John Paul II, because you believed. Continue, we implore you, to sustain from heaven the faith of God's people. Beloved, blessed John Paul II, we thank you for all that you gave us and for all that we continue to receive through your intercession. We thank you for being a witness to the mercy of our Heavenly Father, for being a true friend and disciple of Jesus, who fully reveals man to man himself, and for being such an eloquent instrument of the Holy Spirit, having entrusted everything to Mary, the spouse of the Holy Spirit. Totus Tuus. With you we pray your act of entrustment to Mary. O oh Mother, today we wish to entrust to you the future that awaits us, and we ask you to be with us on our way. We are the men and women of an extraordinary time, exhilarating yet full of contradictions. Humanity now has instruments of unprecedented power. We can turn this world into a garden, or reduce it to a pile of rubble. We have devised the astounding capacity to intervene in the very wellsprings of life. Man can use this power for good within the bounds of the moral law, or he can succumb to the short-sighted pride of a science which accepts no limits but tramples on the respect due to every human being. Today, as never before in the past, humanity stands at a crossroads. And once again, O Virgin Most Holy, salvation lies fully and uniquely in Jesus, your Son. Therefore, O Mother, like the Apostle John, we wish to take you into our home, that we may learn from you to become like your son. Woman, behold your son. Here we stand before you to entrust to your maternal care ourselves, the church, and the entire world. Plead for us with your beloved son, that he may give us in abundance the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, which is the fountain of life. Receive the Spirit for us and with us, as happened in the first community gathered round you in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost. May the Spirit open our hearts to justice and love, and guide people and nations to mutual understanding and a firm desire for peace. We entrust to you all people, 
beginning with the weakest. The babies yet unborn, and those born into poverty and suffering. The young in search of meaning, the unemployed, and those suffering hunger and disease. We entrust to you all troubled families, the elderly with no one to help them, and all who are alone and without hope. O oh Mother, you know the sufferings and hopes of the Church and the world. Come to the aid of your children in the daily trials which life brings to each one, and grant that, thanks to the efforts of all, the darkness will not prevail over light. To you, dawn of salvation, we commit our journey through the new millennium, so that with you as guide, all people may know Christ, the light of the world and its only Saviour, who reigns with the Father and the Holy Spirit, for ever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.